This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hi, everybody. We're back, and you're going, what? Yeah, we took a little rest for a while, and now we're back on Pet Life Radio, and my show is alive again. And who are you? Well, I'm Brent Atwater, and I'm a medium, and we welcome you to our show. Our job is to be your number one resource for healing your heart, learning about afterlife signs, and learning about after-death connection and communication. So today, we're going to start a series of three. We're going to talk about angel animals that come to Earth in an Earth suit. And you're going, well, what do you mean by that? Well, a lot of times when you need extra help on earth, God and the universe will send either a spirit guide down or an angel to come help you get through your life. So we're going to have three shows on this. And I'm also teaching a class on this. If you want to see, you can go over to my website, www.brenatwater.com. It's an on-demand class and you can learn to identify if your pet is really a heavenly being. And in these three, we're not going to tell you at the end what the pet is is so we'll let you make that determination and then later in another radio show we'll sum them all up and we'll tell you what each of the pets are okay now our first guest today is david pollard and david is coming to us with the name of a pet named angel now you're going well that's what she is hey don't be jumping to conclusions here because we got three different pets and three different scenarios and the way we want to do so you can help determine how this pet really changed David's life is we're going to ask David to talk about how he was before he met her, when he met her, and we'll start off that way. Hey, David, you with us today? I am. Are you Thank surrounded you. by all the pictures? <laughs> I am. Got my inspiration right in front of me. Okay, and well, you said you've got some caveats. David is uh, more of an inbound home person, and he's had a lot of illnesses and a lot of um, major surgeries. And so for those of you out there who are in the same situation, David sort of gave us a heads up and said, sometimes the medicine he takes lets him be a little rambling, and we all get it. Having been through major surgery myself, on my back, when you're sitting at home sometimes, it's like, oh, yeah, uh, and you forget that you said, oh, yeah, three or four times. So, David. Tell us about your story before you met this little fluff ball and how she evolved to come into your life and how it began. Well, let's see. Obviously, I my childhood wasn't the greatest as far as with my father. Um, I kind of came out late in life, so I always had a little bit of a uh, separation between my father and I. Pretty much, I literally, I just had a hard time with different things because obviously struggling with that. Now, I'm going to interrupt while he's talking about this, folks. Here's something I want you to note. I'm going to be like a little ding marker. One of the things, when you have a heavenly being as a pet, you usually have a dysfunctional early childhood or you have problems in early childhood that sort of isolates you and make you learn to stand in your own power. And so although David didn't realize it at the time, he was being set up for a heavenly being to come into his life. All right, David, go on. I was uh, pretty much I went through being tormented in school. Uh, for being gay. Yes, that and being heavier at a certain point in my life. I Like was just, bullying. I yeah. was bullied, ridiculed. 
everything. Even teachers kind of treated me differently. Hmm. And then obviously I didn't get along with my brother. He was always jealous because I was this, he was always the first child. So I never really had a great outlook with my father, my brother and in school. My best friend was actually my mom. We literally did everything together, went everywhere together. I came out to her before anything later in life, which, as she already said, she knew. Mothers always know. It's that Um, intuitive mommy bird thing. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I didn't tell my dad until actually I was ready to get married, but that's later on. Um, So pretty much I started the date. I had bad relationships. Everything was just going wrong. I could not focus. I did not know what I wanted to do in life. My career direction, I was just stumped. I had no idea where I wanted to go because of all of the bullying, ridiculing anything of my dad, even telling me that, you know, you need to have a career, you need to do this, you need to amount to something, you know, you're never going to find a relationship. You know, that's always special, isn't it? It was was hell. Yeah. But, you know, obviously you have to go through hell and back. Well, but I think that's part of the universe teaching you to stand in your own power. And no matter how much hell everybody gives you, you know that you're okay with you and that who you are with you is who you are. And if they can't handle it, their problem. So I went through my series of relationships, the breakups, the heartache. I actually went through the emotional abuse with prior relationships. But if it wasn't for those relationships, I never would have been led to my best friend. Got chills all over me. One day would change my life forever. And And that's all it takes. And ever since then, I just, I could not let her go. She was with me everywhere I went. I talked to her every day. There's not one day, even after her transitioning, that I do not talk to her. Okay, well, now let's go back and let's focus on how you met her, because that was really interesting, because the story of how you and Ron had been friends and then came back together is even more interesting, and that she was all a part of orchestrating that. So share that with everybody. So, obviously, before Ron, I was actually in another relationship by the name of Ron as well. So okay. To, well, it's a good name. That way you didn't call him by the bad name. You said. Yeah, well, <laughs> that was easy. Now that worry. But, um, but pretty much, I literally, I was with the other Ron. He was verbally abusive, physically abusive. But if it wasn't for that, I never would have met her. And we were one day at Ron's aunt's house. Is this Ron one? This is Ron number one. All right. I relate my husband Ron as my little Tinkerbell so I'll try to distinguish between the two all right he is very nice so we were at Ron's aunt's at the time and I heard this crying next door coming from the basement they lived in a row home and this dog was whining whimpering it was tormenting me just to hear it so So in other words your soul was Already feeling it. I knew that I was getting her one way or another, that she was leaving that home with me in my arms. All right, so, folks, that is a ding. That is a little soul connection that his soul recognized. So, Barton stopped. I'm sitting there asking Ron's aunt about what the heck is going on next door. It's quiet 
out there. So apparently I go out the front door because I'm ready to go knock on the neighbor's door. And what do I see? This little dog is now out front chained to the exhaust pipe of a running car. You're serious. The people blaring the music. I walked up to them and literally I said, the dog is coming with me right now. Here you go. I literally took all the money I had out of my wallet and I threw it at them. And I said, I just purchased this dog. The person outright gave me her adoption records, her birth records, every little thing. So, you know, pretty much I know exactly her age, where she came from. I knew she was coming home with me once. They gave me the dog. That told me they did not care at all, at all. Mm. Apparently she went through three families before that and she was only four months old. Okay, now, folks, another thing. Ding! This shows that sometimes they take a course to get to you. They have to go through several different avenues to come to you. So don't think you always get a heavenly being on the first shot. And you think to yourself, well, we don't really have a connection because I wasn't the first one to get her. You never know. You may be the fifth, sixth, or seventh owner, and you were the one that they came to Earth to be with. Go ahead, David. So pretty much after they gave me her with her records, I told them, you know, you got to wait cheap. I would have given you anything for this dog. So pretty much I would have done anything for her. And I don't care what it would have taken. I don't care how much it would have cost it. She was coming home with me. And that was the day that we rescued each other. I didn't rescue her. She rescued me right back. All right, now we're going to take a break on this and come right back. Here's a word from our sponsors. I love cleaning the litter box, said no one ever. Luckily, there's World's Best Cat Litter, the litter that promises less mess with less litter. Only World's Best Cat Litter uses the concentrated power of corn to quickly trap odors in tight clumps. And quick clumping means you never have to chisel or scrape the box. Less cleanup with less wasted litter? That's a litter bit amazing. Save $2 on World's Best Cat Litter. Visit www.saveonworldsbest.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Okay, now that little heavenly being has found David, and we're going to go on to describe. I mean, can you imagine being chained to an exhaust pipe? Ew. All right, so, David. Describe your little furball to us so everybody out there will know how beautiful she is. Well, my baby girl, she's a miniature golden retriever, border collie, so she's not even the height of a coffee table. She has the cutest dark brown eyes. She is a rust color with white, so, I mean, she looks like a miniature collie, but a little bit more fluffy. And she has, but she has short hair, like shorter hair. Okay. Uh, and when she came and she brought all this beauty into your life, did you have other pets? Did she outshine everybody else? I had other pets that were actually in the current home that we built. Yeah. And we, mo- we actually moved in the home one month before we found each other. So home. you had really been preparing a new house for her and you didn't know it. Yeah, exactly. I mm-hmm. had two other dogs, but they were, I grew up with them. So they were kind of like my brother, so to speak, where, yeah. he, where this dog, Angel, was mine and I was hers. 
we literally nobody could ever. And what made you name her Angel? I just looked at her and you would just melt like she's the sweetest little dog. She she's demanding because she wants to have all the focus, but she's one that generally runs the house. She just I don't I can't explain it. You just look at her and you know that's her angel. She's a little angel. Okay. And so how did she bring you and your Ron together? Ron number two. Well, it's really very nice. <laughs> well, it actually skipped back two seconds. The ex that I was with pretty much started to show signs of abusing her. Oh, so no. that's pretty much how we came to an end. OK, and so she when she came in, she showed you that that wasn't right and that you needed to leave him. In other words, she used her life to redirect your relationship with Ron number one going, this is not where you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm, exactly. Okay. okay. So pretty much that is when we broke up, okay. Ron number one, and that's when I met Ron number two. We were younger. We were about 20 in our tw- early 20s when we first met. So right. obviously you're still young. You're still exploring life. So, you know, I didn't know he was going to be the one then. Everybody Absolutely. was a boy toy then. Yeah, I got yeah, it. Everybody was. So we actually were only dating for a few months, but obviously we went in our own directions. Yep. Angel and I were in ours, and Ron went on to find himself, and then I went through other relationships that just, it wasn't working. Now, was this your stud muffin days? It was. That is when, when I broke up with the first Ron, is when I started to lose all the weight, and finally... And it was because Angel made you feel loved and gave you a sense of purpose, right? Exactly. And so you thought, I'm going to be the best I can for Angel. And that made you, Pretty inspired much. you, the best way to inspire you to be the mm-hmm. best of you. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was always insecure at the time. So therefore, when I would hear after I lost all the weight that I'm cute, I'm this, I'm that, I just, I didn't want to believe it, didn't want to hear it. But I started dating more and more. And then I was like, you know what? If I'm actually getting people, you know, maybe I can't be that bad. So mm-hmm. I started to feel more secure. with myself. And that's when I wound up in one of my next relationships. But that wound up the worst of all. He was beyond abusive, emotionally, physically. It was like sleeping with the enemy type of situation. And how was Angel involved in correcting that that course? (laughs) She did not like him. Really? This other person obviously wanted her not to talk, not to do this. He didn't want her in the room. So therefore, if she would bark because she didn't like him or if she was not with me directly in the room, Mm -hmm. he would generally threaten me all the time. Well, if she doesn't shut up or you don't put her down. And she was really getting your attention trying to say, "Ah, wrong one, ah, wrong one. Okay. He kept on telling me if she doesn't shut up or you don't put her to sleep or do something, I'm going to leave. So finally, she just figured, hmm, (laughs) I think deep down, Angel had a motive, and she's like, oh, so that's what it'll take. So she would just yap, yap, yap away at him. She drove him right out. Actually, I wound up, but then he tried to get back together with me, and I was like, the door's closed, goodbye. And that's when I wound up reuniting with Ron number two. That would soon be my best friend and my husband. We wound up and how did Angel immediately take to him when she met him? At first, she was a little distant because she was just trying 
to observe the situation, but she fell in love with him. She checking, was checking him out, yeah. yeah. And then she was like, no, he's good. I'm not going to yap and bark. I'm not chasing him away. And so interestingly, she changed her dog personality to blend in more, whereas before she was purposefully and knowingly and willfully obtrusive and obtusive to get the other one out. Exactly. And she Go, never, Angel. she never showed anybody that I was dating any mine except for making sure that they were annoyed enough, probably to just chase them off, I'm sure. But That's with, all right. with my husband, she never bonded in the way of going up in somebody's lap to lay with them. Yeah. She was only So she put her stamp of approval on Ron number two. Yeah, she was telling me that she loved him. And then literally six months later, Ron proposed to me. And we've been together ever since. So just because you might be in a relationship early on, you know, and you don't know that they're necessarily the one. You never know. One and your dog was the one around. showing you. Yeah. One day, you know, things circle around. Everything happens for a reason. And you have to literally go on a specific path, you know, in order to get back to where you're supposed to be. Exactly. And again, it's interesting. And you were aware, even though she was a quote, dog, you were aware of her emotional responses to these people. And that's what inspired you to take various steps in like saying, bye, bye, bye. Yep. We, nobody likes taking the long route in life. Everybody right. always looks for the shortcut. Right. But the thing is, sometimes you have to literally go that extra distance to find true love. Right. It's and it's interesting easy. that Angel, she immediately was acquiescent and going, okay, we're going we're gonna to check this one out and we're going to allow it. She dropped all of her push away behaviors for Ron number two, didn't she? Yes. I know. I was literally the one that was always one for shortcuts. But looking back, I'm like, I wouldn't change a thing. I would have went through everything I did because if not, it would have taken me longer to find Angel. It would have taken me longer to wind up with back with Ron. But I do believe that everything happens for a reason. Now, how, when you and Ron got your house together and moved in, how did she uplift and handle you in this new relationship and in your household? How was she purposeful and inspiring in your life while she was there? Well, I mean, she just, she brought so much joy to the yeah. house. The house yeah. felt so dark. Mm -hmm. Even though it was a new home, it felt so dark. And then the day she came in, it just, you know, once Things start turning around. It just, yeah. She brought so much joy and life to the house. She you know, kept the other dogs in line. She was the queen. <laughs> well, that's what she's supposed to be. I mean, you know, when you're from heaven, you're in charge. <laughs> you're large and in charge when you're a universal being. I mean, but she wasn't, you know, she was not snooty about it, so to speak. She yeah. literally, she knew it. She knew that, you know. And did other people notice that she was special? I believe so. Yes, I really do. When you would take her out on walks, would other people say, wow, there's something about that dog? Yeah, she was literally just, she wasn't like a regular dog. She didn't like playing. Everybody went, she just, she was more of a people person. Ding! Pay attention to that, she folks. Go ahead. She only related to people. And Ding! Mainly, Pay attention to that, folks. <laughs> mainly, she only related to me. She was Ding! always protective of me. Mm -hmm. She never played with toys. She Ding! just, she literally... There was just... She was a Velcro dog. Yep. 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 All I can say is yep. 
Yep. Now, when she was with you and through you and you went, got ready to, to spend your life with her, where were you in your life when she got ready to transition? Were you starting a new chapter? Were you beginning a new era? What was happening in your life when she decided to leave? Well, I went, I was going through a lot of back issues and nerve damage. So I went through many surgeries. And, and folks, let me tell you, I'm not squealing on him, but he's talking a lot. Capital L, capital O, capital T. I Whoa. had a spinal fusion that caused me permanent migraines. Mm. Literally, I literally the nerves were c- compressed for so long. I have nerve damage in my leg, so my leg burns all the time. So anytime I looked at her, she just took that pain away from me just by looking in her eyes. She literally... I'm sorry, I'm just looking at her picture right now. I have a whole little spread of her right in front of me right now just so I can look right into her eyes. Um, she made you feel complete. Yeah, she's, I believe she stabilized me. Yep, I totally agree. Mm-hmm. Ooh, chills all over me on that one. And, and when she stabilized you and she got ready to leave, were you finishing up a phase of your life? I was literally at the happiest part as far as being married. Okay. Um. I was starting to think about wanting to go back to work, but yep. it is extremely hard because it's easier said than done. Yep. It's just with all the health problems, it was, it was, it's just hard. Well, it's your purpose is to do with what you got. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to take one more break and we're going to talk about Angel's transition and how she's affected his life afterwards. Hold on, folks. We'll be right back. Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy? Come to Dynavite for help. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite. Dynavite for life. Pick up two tubes of Dogosuds. Get the third tube free. Peppermint, tea tree, lavender, Dogosud shampoo. Made with all-natural coconut, jojoba, aloe. Great for healthy skin and soft, shiny coats. But no itchy, harsh chemicals. Lather up, rinse away. Try Dogosuds. Buy two, get one free. At Dynavite.com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Mm-mm-mm. When you have a heavenly being in your life, it is life changing, even though you might not know it at the moment, but it really is. Now, David's going to tell us how Angel transitioned and what's occurred after she left her suit. Ten months ago, I went through the darkest day of my life. I woke up to my baby girl laying on the floor, and she was just, I thought she was sick. She was vomiting. She was fine the night before, at three in the morning. She was doing completely fine. You would have never thought anything was wrong. I wake up to all the dogs crying. I can't find Angel. I go to the side of the bed. She's laying there, vomiting everything. I quickly try to pick her up, and I bring her to the end of the bed, and I'm trying to pet her, just trying to get her to focus. Then she literally went and rolled over into a seizure that it seemed at the time, and and literally... um, Took off her earth suit and left. It was quick, but before that, I screamed for Ron, and she pretty much, she came out of it for a second, like, I got this. And she waited for him to get there. Yeah, she waited. We got her to the vet. There was obviously nothing we could have done. 
but there was no signs of being sick. Waking up, we woke up, and pretty much it all happened like that. I did not even have time to prepare. And mm -hmm. looking back, I'm kind of glad I didn't have to prepare because I would not have wanted to know that this was coming up. Yeah. Because I swore the day we found each other that I was never going to be the one to ever have to help her cross. Help her cross over. And then that's the one thing I found myself having to do to help her ease the suffering. And I kicked myself for it, but she looked at me like, I got this. It's okay. Mm -hmm. And literally we left the vet and we're driving down the road and it's completely sunny. And then all of a sudden the little splash of rain came down right on the windshield and then it was completely sunny and right again, I came home and I literally, I had it all pictured that I was going to come home if this ever happened and I was going to curl up in a bed crying and not talk to anybody, not do anything. I come home and I start literally going online and what do I see? Brent Atwater comes up. <laughs> and <laughs> then I literally, I just laid there on the bathroom floor, curled up with my phone, watching every video and I just felt peace. I felt numb. And I felt ashamed saying, Angel, you know, I can't believe this. I thought I was going to be, because I was in shock. It was mm -hmm. complete shock. But I felt like I was not honoring her because I couldn't cry the way I pre-scripted myself how I would cry. But it's like she led me to you. Well, she really led you to a higher awareness through yeah. me being the messenger. Yeah. So that night, things start happening. Oh, chills. I, I'm laying downstairs. Ron had to bring me down the stairs. Mm -hmm. He was trying to make sure I was situated. And then all of a sudden, I hear exactly what Angel would always do. She has this little, when she wants the attention, she will literally just do this little hmm type of noise. Like, yeah. I'm here. Yeah, I'm here. Look at me. Focus type of thing. And I'm sitting there curled up, well, not sitting, but I'm curled up at the end of the bed, just looking at her bed and seeing that it's empty. And all of a sudden, I hear that, hmm. And I had to second guess myself. Okay, clearly, I have to be delusional. You know, I'm depressed. Everybody says when you're depressed, you hear things, you do this, you do this. And there's always an excuse for everything. But then it just, it kept getting weirder. And she just literally started showing herself around. And I'm like, oh my God. I can see her and I'm like, my Ron's not going to believe this. My mom's going to think I'm nuts. Like I'm going to need to be committed. And <laughs> I'm, I'm it's the medicine. It's, it's the medicine. Yeah. And that's the thing. Everybody would always say, oh, you know what? You're delusional. It's just a dog. Get over it. This type of thing. Mm -hmm. She was never just a dog. She was my best friend. I didn't look at her when I talked to her. I never looked at her like she was a dog ever. But she literally made her presence in the afterlife, just like she made her presence in this life, in reality. Like she, she was like, no, I'm here. <laughs> Death is not an end. It's the beginning of forever. So, and how is she teaching you or inspiring you to go forward in the future? What is she making you think about that you've never not thought well, about in a long time? I knew I always have a love for animals. I have to literally take a bug outside. I can't kill anything. And then I'm like, what? can I do? And then I had to literally start thinking, well, you know what? If I love animals so much, maybe that's where my calling should be. 
Mm-hmm. You know? So I literally, I started donating to the ASBCA and I'm actually going to start volunteering in animal shelters. Oh, you'll and be great because of your sensitivity. My husband works in a hospital and an animal shelter manager came in and like a rescue. And Is this they, like after, after she was on the other was, side? Literally after she was already on the other side, Ooh, Ron, my, my husband was trying to get me because I was I was becoming very numb. Yeah. So I noticed that how I should have reacted at the beginning, I kind of went in reverse for a little bit. I went numb later on, starting to literally like, what do I do? What do I do? And I was getting all the signs, all the signs of what I should be doing. And I'm just, I'm not registering it. I'm just... <laughs> You know, it's being thrown in my face. So and angels I, up there working double time going, yeah. pay, attention, pay attention. I'm sitting here, like, looking at her pictures, kissing her memorial. And I'm like, no, you know, I need to be doing something to get my focus on something else. Doesn't mean I don't love Angel. If I love her with all my heart. I would, <laughs> you know, jump in front of a truck to save her. But I was literally, all the signs were there. Ron comes home from the hospital, and he's like, you will never believe what just happened to me tonight. And I'm like, what? He's like, go, Angel. (laughs) He's like, so he can't obviously give details, obviously, because HIPAA things. But this this wasn't a patient or anything. This was just the person that was actually coming in to see a patient. So it's actually. A visitor. Yeah. So this person comes in, and they're like, yeah, I work for an animal rescue. We literally rescue animals from disaster areas, cool. like Katrina, all that stuff. And we have a facility in Burlington County, which I live in Burlington County. Okay. And they're like, and we are looking for people that have a love for animals and want to help rescue animals. We need a person that could answer phones, file, even get out there if they have to, to travel to, you know, rescue. And he's like, Dave, this is so you. Yeah, this is so you, you, you know, I, and this was how many days after she'd left her earth suit? This was probably two weeks. That's all right. So I'm sitting there and I'm thinking about it. I'm like, well, the thing is, Ron, like this sounds great, but I am limited and I'm making the excuses for myself. Well, you know, I know my pain limitations, but you know, I started to realize way later that, you know what, why don't I work with what I do have, why don't I, you know, the time that I can do something, use that time, even if it's not like an all day type of deal, but animals, you know, as Ron says, they need rescuing all the time. So it's not like it needs to be. You can take the day shift or you can take the three o'clock shift or you can take the midnight shift. Yeah, exactly. So I really started thinking about this and I'm like, you know what? I got to do something to prove being worthy of this well, it's something you and Angel can do girl. together. Exactly. This little girl literally was clearly guiding me. Yep. I think clearly that's super. Guiding me. But no, I'm outright, like, I joined the ASBCA, and I'm literally looking into doing rescue because, I mean, I love animals. And the problem is, I told Ron we might need to actually buy a farm or like a big compound, something where I, because I said I'm not going to be able to let any of the animals go. I'm going to want to bring every one of them home to make sure that they get the love that they deserve and had never had. But like Angel, I believe, is clearly she is here guiding me around. 
she I'm seeing her all the time. Right yeah, now, and you're like, hearing her? I hear her. I smell her. her. She comes over and touches me like I cool. She, when I literally my mother walks in the house and she's like, Who are you talking to? And I'm like, I'm talking to Angel and she's like Oh, come on. You're not really talking. Be- she's like, I believe in the afterlife. I believe in spirits. I believe in it all. But <laughs> no, I know because I've heard – she even told me that she's heard angels. She has seen little things. But when I told her I was talking to her, she's like, oh, come on now. You're not really talking to her right now, are you? She's like, no, you're not. And I'm like, yeah, cool. I am. I am. I'm like, I know. My heart knows when she's in the room. I yeah. just know. Yeah. Yeah, your energy connects with her energy. It's the presence that you know. Yeah. yeah. With or without the earth, so you, her presence is there. And so the day I thought I had to lose her, I had to realize I never lost her. She's yeah. with me all the time. Yep. And all she's guiding you to do what your heart loves, and she's going to help you pick and choose all the pets to save and rescue, and she'll teach you how to do it and what they need. And when you stall, she outright puts it in your face. She's like, she's right up in your face. <laughs> I love she it. She had that little thing, like obviously, even in her pictures – where she gets this little tilt with her head and puts her little mouth out to the side, like, mm, like she's up in your face. Like you're stalling, bro. Come on, don't yeah. give me that mad excuse. Don't you're give me right. that excuse. Let's Listen, go. this is you're what right. the inspiration, I'm telling you, what are you missing? Are you not getting let's it? Let's go, daddy. Let's go, daddy. Yeah, no, let's go. I think that is absolutely sensational. And I want to thank you for sharing your story today. And I want to thank you for letting us feel your heart and letting us know that there is no never-ending love, that it is always and forever. And I think that it's just fabulous that you and Angel are on a new journey to help save pets. And I'm sure, now let me tell you, you're going to be doing more than that, so get ready. And I am excited that you're now one of the ambassadors to let everybody know, hey, it's just dropping the earth suit. They're there. They're with you. They're forever. And so just, wow, that's all I can say. I think it's just been wonderful. Do you have anything you'd like to tell anybody out there that might help them? I would love to say, and sorry I cut you out because I just had to get in there just to get out and say it was an honor and a privilege to have ever met you. And Angel. And Angel. She literally... Brought me you, and you opened my eyes to death is not the end. And it was. No, Angel opened your eyes. I just get to be the mouthpiece for them. Well, I'm sort of like I deliver the message, but. (laughs) And I appreciate she sends me really lovely people, and I'm always honored by the pets who allow me to be the facilitator of your, your growth. I'm telling you, it was definitely an honor, and you are the real deal, believe me. You are the real deal. You have told me things like an angel. Like I just couldn't believe you. Well, that's all I can say is you're the real deal. And thank it was an honor. Well, thank you. It's an honor to have you on today. And we're going to check in with you probably about a year later. So see what you and Angel are doing then. Thank you, everybody. We're going to close our show today. We hope that you will join us on YouTube. Watch the videos over there. There's lots to help heal your heart. And if you want extra help, join our Facebook group, Animal Life After Death, or our books, After Death Signs from Pets. They'll help you learn how to touch, feel, and smell, all those sort of things if you're still learning how. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Bye-bye-bye. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.